Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Liberty at Night with Nate and Charlie on the Free Talk Live Network, coming at you live from Nashville, Tennessee. How's it going today, Chuck? I'm still drumming, man. Yeah, I like it. Music City here. Today is Liberty at Night, by the way, but normally we're Good Morning Liberty. But, uh, it's a beautiful today. Tuesday night here in Nashville. It's, it's a lovely evening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It rained earlier. Yeah. But apparently the rain stopped. Still cloudy. Had a great day. I'm kind of tired from working hard all day. Exactly. Like a long, had a yeah. long day today and still came in and recorded this nighttime show for everyone. And you know, so, you know Thanksgiving's Thursday. Yes. A couple days Coming away. pretty soon. Does your family eat all week? Oh. including Thursday, or is it just do you wait to gorge yourself thurs- on Thursday? It's Thursday. Oh. We don't do any pre-Thursday. There's no pre-gaming. We've been pre-gaming all week. Mm. My dad's in town from Louisiana. and uh, Had some gumbo last night. Did some gumbo last night. We're doing steaks tonight. Yeah, no, we don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll probably, we might order some pizzas or something. I don't yeah. know. But um, I'm going to gain the Thanksgiving 20. You know what sucks? And no one, <laughs> you know, no one really cares about this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm. It's Thanksgiving is always a difficult day. I don't know if it is for you, Charlie, because we're Cowboys fans, oh. which means like our entire life, apparently, we're gonna. It, Thanksgiving Day will hinge on whether or not the Cowboys win that day, and that's how I like. If they lose, I'm in a terrible mood, and I'm like nervous leading up to the game. I'm gonna watch football all day, pregame stuff. That used to be me. Watch the game, and then if if they win or lose, I'm just gonna hate. My life. That used if to they be lose, me. Not if they win. That used to be me until mm-hmm. I went to betterhelp.com slash GML. Oh, okay. And through working with my therapist, I learned that, you know, the what if mm-hmm. game can go either way and that my feeling shouldn't be dictated by, you know, what a few millionaires on a fake field. 22 do? men do yeah. on a field. I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Hey, good news, by the way. They, I don't. I don't know what it is about you libertarians, but they just re-upped all the way through 2024 yesterday. I did see that. So that's uh, good news for them. Betterhelp.com slash GML. This is not an official advertisement. I'm just, I I'm wanted just to mention you guys it. Know. Okay, today, also, the other thing I did was I tonight. got rid of hope. There you go. Yeah. Okay. And just completely all hope mm-hmm. is just gone. You just assume everything. so now I have no expectations mm-hmm. and that's the best way to live life. You just don't expect anything. I like that. And then if it does yeah. happen, you're pleasantly surprised. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm starting that today. Yeah. Although I'll, all hope. although I'll probably fail at it. So let's get into some of the things that uh, this is not a dumb bleep of the week. Okay. This is not a dumb bleep of the week. It's just dumb Tuesday. But if I were to say, here's the first thing. We are talking about, and there are nine of them. <laughs> but I don't know if we're going to vote because I didn't. I didn't mean for this to be a dumb bleep of the week. I just knew that this was our last live episode of the week, and that I should throw in a bunch of stuff that I've been uh, emailing myself over the weekend and curating all that. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I don't want to waste all this this good content right here and come in next week. But uh, he, this is actually kind of good news, so it's not really dumb. This will make up for tomorrow's White Pill Wednesday that we won't be able to do. This year, year of our Lord, 2023, is the least productive Congress since the Great Depression. Amen. I mean, I had no idea things were that good. That's amazing. Congress has only written 21 laws this year. That's 21 too many. Yeah, that uh, 
I thought this was good news. Why'd they do 21? On pace to be the least productive gathering of lawmakers since the Great Depression, as members draw more headlines for confrontations than public policymaking. Uh, with only 21 bills making it into, into law halfway into November, the 118th Congress, controlled by Republicans in the House and Democrats, and the Senate is the most sluggish pace to make law since the Congress that met during 1931 and 32. Amen. Back then, Herbert, Hallelujah. Herbert Hoover, the vacuum guy, was president. The Great Depression had started, and talking movies were still new. Hmm. Representative Chip Roy, part of a group in the House that has stopped several spending bills from advancing to the Senate, saw his frustration boil over on the House floor Wednesday. Quote, one thing, I want my Republican colleagues to give me one thing. One that I can go campaign on and say we did. I think saying that you did nothing is about the best thing that you can say. Yeah. Why do you need to, like, oh, here, look. Go on the campaign trail. Here's a list of rights I took away this year. Why are you going to do that? Go on the campaign trail and just be like, we did absolutely nothing. And that is the best and then thing just you could have done. Then just quote our founding fathers. The, that, the best government is that which governs least. Now, on the flip side, I guess and you could. You just be like, we took least to Great Depression levels. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anybody sitting in the complex, if you want to come down to the floor and come explain to one of your uh, Coke cans over there is blocking the uh, the text. <laughs> you got a nice stack over there. You got, what do you got? Six, nine, ten. Ten cans. Mm -hmm. or, and they're ten cans. They are, and I'm, you got, got, I'm working on one. You got ten, ten cans over there. Yeah. How about that? Anybody sitting in the complex, if you want to come down to the floor and come explain to me one meaningful, significant thing the Republican majority has done, well, I think that thing is stopping Congress from doing things. The lack of productivity puts a punctuation mark on the first half of a Congress that has managed to do the bare minimum. Fund the government. Except for get rid of democracy. Yeah. That's what they've mainly been working on. Fund the government, raise the debt ceiling while also embarrassing itself with the first ever ouster of a House Speaker mid-session a subsequent three-week-long search for a new one, and most recently, a threatened fight between a senator and a committee witness, which I wanted to see play out, but it didn't happen. One of the guys, uh, Mullen, uh, tried to get the president of the Teamsters Union to stand up and fight him. Yeah, take it outside. Uh, in, a, in a session. He said, cash me outside. Because the guy, the Teamster dude, had said that he would take him in a tweet. He was talking tough guy tweets. Mm -hmm. And so the senator read the tweet. He was like, I'm right here. Let's do it right now. Meet face to face. And Senator Bernie Sanders said, cash me outside. Comes in and says, no, no, no. The center of the embarrassment has been the GOP controlled House, which has struggled to pass anything of consequence with its razor th thin four seat Republican majority. The Senate, meanwhile, has been con content to deal with the rare legislation the House sends over while grasping for bipartisan deals on immigration and aid to Ukraine. Isn't it great to see our system work? Mm. You know, they got to wait for the house to send stuff over. They're not sending stuff over. That's amazing. Checks and balances. Mm, I like that. Uh, Joe Biden signed the bill, blah, blah, blah. These things don't matter. Uh, we don't have to go through all the rest of this. I just wanted to give everyone a little bit of good news. You know, maybe the Republicans are doing something right. And that something is nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's that. I like it. I'm happy about that. Uh, most of them, let's see, keeping the government open, something about veterans affairs. Uh, they, Pass a law to mint a commemorative coin <laughs> marking the 250th anniversary of the Marine Corps. And one was to nullify a local law passed by the City Council of Washington. Oh, I love that. Nullify. Oh, there you go. They nullified something. Nullify, Who said nullify, they didn't nullify. get anything done? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was the first thing. This is not a dumb mm -hmm. bleep. But here's the second thing 
that we're going to talk about uh, today. And did you see over the weekend that uh, the uh, Mark Johnson, the Speaker of the House, released all of the January 6th footage, like on the website? We could go and download every single video of every single security camera Does footage. the Speaker of the House have that power? Yeah, they can release it. That's one of the things that Kevin McCarthy said he was going to do, and he ended up just releasing it to Tucker Carlson. Uh, and that's one of the things that people were upset about. Because Tucker and Carlson paid him some money. So so Mike John, I don't know how that happened. Uh, Mike Johnson came in and just, it's all on a website. You can go download all of it. And mm. what we saw was more, uh, it turns out we saw all of the violent, we've seen all the violent clips. Okay, we've seen those plenty of times. There are, we lost several good windows that day. Okay, that that definitely happened. Uh, but then there were a lot of other ones where they were basically police giving people escorts around the building and and things like that. People taking pictures and taking selfies and, and all that. So anyway, Charlie, from Lindy Lee. All right, she tweets or X's. I don't know what she does now. Mike Johnson still seems fake. Yeah, I don't think he's a real yeah. guy. He's an AI-generated guy, I think. Just released thousands of hours of J6 footage to manipulate us into thinking the coup was peaceful. Now, here's how you manipulate someone, Charlie. You release all the footage. You give them all the information. <laughs> yeah. You don't put any spin on anything whatsoever. You just give everyone a link to download all the videos. Yeah. But that's manipulation. Lindy says this is right out of the fascist playbook. That's what Hitler did. They were known for their transparency. Mussolini went around releasing video footage mm -hmm. in Italy back in aught 40. Yeah. Two or something like that, I think. Well, who can forget all the security footage that was released of the, the Reichstag fire? You know, mm -hmm. I mean, we got every single angle of that thing. Mm -hmm. That's right. They distort the truth and call you crazy for doubting their highly curated version of events. <laughs> they didn't curate. They released all of it. Do the other version was curated. Do not <laughs> fall for their <laughs> propaganda. propaganda. The version yeah. we have is highly curated. Yeah. It's only the violent clips taken and played on repeat. This is a completely non-curated <laughs> version of events. This isn't propaganda because it's every single video from the day. Lindy Lee is Delulu. <laughs> Delulu. She's Delulu. That's what's happening That's right now. That's the kids say. How, how bad does it have to be to where you gaslight yourself? <laughs> like you write a tweet to gaslight yeah. yourself mm -hmm. to be like, they're saying that they're telling me the truth or actually they're releasing everything and not saying anything. This has to be propaganda. propaganda. So I need to tweet about it and convince myself that I'm not seeing what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what propaganda is these days. You release every single bit of recorded information and let the people decide completely on their own. That's uh, that's propaganda, if I ever saw it. Uh, let's talk about the Israel thing real quick. People are coming after Thomas Massey because he doesn't want to give Israel your money. Uh, Thomas Massey, this is the third thing. It's not dumb bleep number three, but this is the third thing that we're talking about today. Why does Israel historically get more foreign aid than any other country? Because they have the most aggressive lobbyists working for them. I voted not to send another $14.3 overseas, so now they're running ads on radio, TV, and Facebook. I won't vote to give them your money. And so now they're running all these campaign ads against Thomas Massey, of course. I guess he's like a Hamas sympathizer or something. <laughs> but at the end of the day, he just, to, to put his name on there, what he's saying is that Someone should put a gun to your head, take money out of your wallet, and give it to people in a different country. Yeah. 
and that's it. You know? And he's like, I don't want to do he's that. He's like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's bad. So some of the, I was going to say dumb, but this is not dumb bleep of the week, but this is part of the ridiculous nature of, of the third thing we were talking about today. The top comment on here, Rodster says, uh, you seem to have a blase attitude when it comes to Israel. Israel is the steward of the holiest land on earth. It's the place where baby Jesus was born. It cannot fall into the hands of ISIS terrorists who will destroy it all if they have the chance to. You can't treat it like it's just a run-of-the-mill country. It's not. We, along with the other Western countries, have a moral obligation to protect her. There are plenty of much lower priority things that our money is being wasted on. Focus on those things. You can cut spending and protect Israel at the same time. All right. Um, so, Hang on. The, Jesus was born in Bethlehem, which is on the West Bank. Ooh. <laughs> that's problematic. Let's see. I, I'm pretty sure. Of yeah. course, that's all Israel to the... What this, are known today as Zionists, and I'm not making any political Israel statement about that. Territory? But. No, this is sectioned off. Or this is in Palestine, right? Yeah, yeah. They carved out Jeru Jerusalem. Yeah, I'm looking at the lines here. Yeah, I'm pretty sure right now it's in Palestine. <laughs> T-Dub said, which was Rome at the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so anyway, it, all Caesars. Aside from whether or not he was factually accurate about it being the birthplace of baby Jesus. Let's say it was the birthplace of baby Jesus and that's all Israel. I'm pretty sure grown up Jesus doesn't need us to protect the place that he was born. I don't think we need tens of thousands of dead people so we could plant a flag of a, of man's government on the birthplace of where he was born a couple thousand years ago. And we don't need to steal people's money. Yeah. And give to... Like, is that what Jesus had to do? Take money from this person who's struggling to pay their bills so you can protect the place I was born over 2,000 years ago yeah. and kill thousands of people in the process? Mm -hmm. Is that what Jesus said? Well, that was the lost commandments. Okay. The lost <laughs> commandment. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Mm, my bad. Was, um, it was the ark of war that God had laid out. I want... I, if we're going to make arguments about protecting Israel... I'm sorry, I just, I want no religious argument arguments about it. There are so many religions in the world and I'm not going to pick one and say that we should, that we, that's what other countries do. Like that's what uh, some of the Islamic terrorists do. Like they pick a religion and then they're going to die for this religion. Okay, now I don't think that we need to be picking Christianity and say that we're going to wage war and billions of dollars and tens of thousands of lives to protect a, a place that someone was born a couple thousand years ago. And you know what? He's Jesus. If he wants it cleared out when he comes back, he can probably hit a button and get that taken care of. You know, he can zap all them out to left behind land and uh, get all these people out of there and just come back. Like he doesn't need our help folks. All right. Mm -mm. We got to take also, care of other people. Israel's already a rich nation. Yeah. And their financial session situation is better. Yeah. Um, Thomas Massey says, this is not a parody account. And this guy says, I didn't figure that you would get it. It's just about money with you. <laughs> yeah, this is Rod, like, how about you send your money? <laughs> if you believe in this so strongly, send your money. No one's stopping or you how from about doing this? that. How about this? How about your church? You get everyone together in your church and you guys start an army. And all of you guys go over there and start fighting to protect Bethlehem. Yeah. Go do it. Yeah. 
there's no reason that the U.S. government Which has is in to be Palestine, able to do that. By the way, <laughs> just go do it. So, okay, uh, that's the third thing. This is the fourth thing. Just a real quick one, Rob. Rob Reiner, he uh, he X's out. If you vote for anyone but Joe Biden, you're not black. <laughs> no, no sorry, I didn't say that. He said, if you vote for anyone but Joe Biden, you are voting to destroy American democracy. That's it. That checks out. Mm-hmm. That's, um, again, this is all religion to them. If you're not with is. me, you're against me. Like you, Joe Biden is Jesus to the Democrats right now. The, the answer, you know what? We should postpone the election. To protect democracy. I think we should. It's, it's working out in Ukraine. Yeah. You know, that's how they're going to do it. And we're so, at proxy war right now. <laughs> so and it's too dangerous mm-hmm. when we're at proxy war. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Multiple proxy wars. We have wars. declared proxy war. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's just a real fast one. That's a fun one. This is the fifth thing that we will talk about today. Just number them. You're trying to. It's not dumb bleep of the week. This is number I five. I can't number them. It's not dumb bleep of the week. Here's a video of a guy protecting himself and his family in California. I saw this. In L.A. All right. So why is this on here? Uh, We shall see here in just a second. I make sure the volume. I don't know if there is any sound. Let's see. Nope. No sound on this one anyway. So you see robbers come up behind him. He pulls out a gun and shoots at the guys that are trying to rob him. Uh, You see them. That's where they come up from this camera angle. And he pulls out a gun and starts shooting them. They have guns also, by the way. Uh, He shoots at them and they get away. Okay, so here are two armed robbers or one armed robber. Is that the, that's the actual guy there? Yeah. Sorry. An armed robber, I don't know how many, uh, comes up to the guy. His family is at home, tries to rob him when he's coming home and he pulls out a gun to protect himself. Seems like a pretty good Second Amendment case if I've ever seen one Mm -hmm. right there. Uh, So as you would expect, uh, this guy had his concealed carry permit taken away by the LAPD. Jesus. (laughs) California man Vince Ritchie, defended his family from two robbers at his home, has been stripped of his concealed carry permit. Um, Let's see. We just talked about the video. Richie had a concealed carry permit, which saved his home from being robbed and potentially the lives of his family. Unfortunately, the sheriff's department in LA has stripped the permit away because Richie, that he is uh, assuming right now, they haven't actually said why, because he yelled at the LAPD when they came to investigate. Um, There's a story about this uh, from the LA Times, and no one has actually confirmed why it got taken away. Of course, the LA Times talking talks about Richie becoming a poster child for the Second Amendment, uh, appearing on Fox News and all that. And then um, they he appeared in the NRA video uh, afterwards. And according to the LAPD, which stressed on social media that the department had neither issued nor revoked Richie's permit, so it wasn't the LAPD. Um, the attempted robbery occurred at 7.30 p.m. in the 400 block of Plymouth Boulevard. Uh, he was not injured, and police said it was unclear whether the assailants were injured from gunfire, so there were two people. The two people who jumped over a wall in the Richie's home and a third man believed to be a driver are still at large. Uh, in an email statement, the L.A. County Sheriff's Department confirmed that Richie's permit, which, had, which the department issued, had been suspended, but added that the department had been in contact with him and his family about permit protocols. Uh, there are avenues for Mr. Richie to reapply for his permit. Oh, so you let it expire. <clears throat> it expired right after. Yeah. 
he uh, he used it. Maybe there's a rule like there is with a you know like with a cop. They shoot someone and they investigate, make sure it was a clean shot. You know, you go through uh, shot. You know, do you, what officer do you know makes a shot? <laughs> they usually unload about four or five <laughs> clips. Clips, four or five yeah. clips. Yeah, yeah, that have a hundred <laughs> rounds side of them you know i let my concealed carry uh expire because we have constitutional carry but the problem is now that doesn't carry over to other states That's your concealed true. carry in tennessee would be recognized by but most of the states that allow people still to carry guns until like 2028 20, or something like that yeah mine expired and i let it go i was like oh no we got a we got constitutional carry and then i realized well now when i go out of state technically i'm i can't carry uh, unless they also have constitutional carry in that state. Nope. So uh, maybe I should get that re-upped. I don't know. Um, here's something, and we'll have a Jordan Peterson video to accompany this. Uh, this would be the sixth thing that we are talking about today. Uh, from Marcia Wranglin Vassal. Uh, Charlie, what does uh, she have to say? Dear white people. <laughs> Everyone listen. If you want to disrupt and dismantle systemic racism... <laughs> Maybe you should <laughs> maybe you should start yourself by just not addressing a certain group of people. <laughs> Is that not racist, dear white people? Well, I mean, in talking to anyone who's white, what? you know. Is there a world where I could tweet, dear black people? Oh, sure. Sure, sure. Sure, you <laughs> might that, get banned afterwards. I know, but, yeah, I know. There's a world, yeah. If you want to disrupt and dismantle systemic racism, sometimes you'll have to give up your seat at the table to let a... Let a historically marginalized black, brown, or indigenous person sit. Are you willing to do that? Sincerely, Mar. She said with all due and sincerity. <laughs> with sincerity. So to dismantle racism, you must lose your seat at the table because of your race and give it to another person because, because of, of their, their race. race. Mm -hmm. And then you'll dismantle racism. Yeah. After doing that, it's it's the whole fight <clears throat> fire with fire thing, man. I guess. Yeah. The way it makes the sense. The way to dismantle <clears throat> racism is with racism. Mm -hmm. That's how you do it. <laughs> uh, the way, the only way it makes sense but is when you think about how uh, people think about uh, our society, which is through the lens of a power struggle, oppressor versus oppressed. Because what this person this is. This is how you summed up Israel and Palestine, mm -hmm. by the way, which I think Jordan Peterson stole from you. I think he did, yeah. yeah. He took that right from me. This is his first time mentioning this mm -hmm. in this video. I saw this video. It's good. <clears throat> but he mentions kind of our culture also. And the way that this makes sense to this person is that the only reason the white person had the seat, at, let's say it's a board, just the, the only reason the white person had that is because they are white and that's why they have it. And so any position of, of power that a white person has, they have by their virtue of being white. And so mm -hmm. therefore it makes it okay. By sheer brute force. Yeah, it makes it okay to take that away from them because they only got it because they're white. They didn't earn it. And so if you're going to fix that, well, then you would give it to someone else because they're black. So that makes sense if you see that the world is like that, but it's not always like, sometimes it's like that, sure. It's been like that in the past, of course. It could be like that in, in certain places and certain businesses or whatever. But it's not always like that. Sometimes it's because that person was better than the other person. Maybe mm -hmm. they were the best person to sit in that chair, you know? And so then you're 
then you were doing something bad to fix something that you thought was bad. And here's Jordan Peterson talking about. And if about. you don't like chairs, you can get a standing desk. Yeah, you could do that too. Yeah. Is there room to stand? It's healthier anyway. Yeah. You know? But what happens is that you, they are then saying that well, being oppressed is being I don't know if the Holocaust... Good. Yeah, well, this, but this is, the, this is the main issue. I mean, part of the reason that you see all this foolishness on university campuses, too, is because people have bought this idiot metamarxism, which is that the way to look at every social relationship that people ever have is through the lens of power. And that, that is, we can put that squarely at the feet of the universities, as far as I'm concerned, is, you know, marriage is a patriarchal institution and business is nothing but oppression. And you have to view every single situation that emerged historically as oppressor versus oppressed. And then once you get that, which you can get in about two minutes, if you sit in a course that teaches that sort of thing, you have a lens to moralize about the whole world through. And then you see the situation is that the leftists have already decided the Palestinians are the victims. And as you pointed out, if you're a victim, then you're morally righteous. And even more conveniently, if you stand for the victim, then you're morally righteous, regardless of what you do with your own life. And that's pretty much what university students are taught from the time they enter the university classroom. And that's how they, you know, orient themselves morally. Well, and I that's think. at the hands of the radical left, too, Bill. And one of the things the Democrats also have to pay the price for, I would say, is their absolute refusal to draw a line between the moderate Democrats and the extremists. They're completely incapable of doing that. Like, I've talked to 40 senators and congressmen in the last five years. I asked them all the same question, including RFK. He wouldn't answer either. When does the left go too far? Well, we certainly bloody well saw it in the last month, didn't we? Because they got the oppressor, oppressive narrative, a uh, little mucked up, we might say. And we're going to, the consequences of that are going to unfold pretty brutally over the next few months. That's a cool purple suit. Yeah, that's what I was thinking you know? too. Like that little, is that like a, what is that? What do you call that thing that oh. old ladies put on their, oh. <laughs> on their collar? I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about you the know? suit itself. Yeah. It's a cool purple. It, yeah. It's interesting. You want to get yourself a purple suit? Maybe. Yeah, kind I feel of, like I could rock a purple suit. What if you end up looking like the, the Joker or something? That'd be you fine know? with that. Looking like the Joker? Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah. If I look like Heath Ledger, be fine with that. <laughs> what if you look like Joaquin Phoenix? I mean, he was kind of crazy. Dude, uh, are you going to go see Napoleon? I am this weekend or no, this week. I feel like we should go watch it together. Okay. But you're probably I was, no. I, was, I don't know. You're if not going to wait. I might. Yeah. No. I mean, I want to see it in IMAX. So if it's going to be in the IMAX over at Opryland, then it is. Okay. Yeah, we need to go see it for sure. Seventy millimeters. The movie looks ridiculous. Yeah. I'm I'm pumped about it. I hope it's good. <clears throat> um, anyway, okay, so that's, yeah, that's what Marcia I was thinking, Wrangel. Dan. I'm more of the Barney purple suit. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's uh, you can't you can't look at any. Uh, also, you can't look at any disproportionate outcome. Like, let's say that there's more white people than black people at the table, and let's assume it's some kind of board. You can't just say that that's also systemic racism. That could also be proportionate to the population yeah. or maybe the proportionate to the community that people are in. Uh, or maybe there just happened to be more white people that were highly proficient in whatever that was. And, and those nine, however many people are at the board, there were nine white people that were better than the best black person was at that, yeah. you know? And you, that's how you can end up with a, a disproportionate outcome, but it doesn't mean it was racism. There are you white know? people fighting this, though. I mean, you have to commend Tony Romo for giving up his quarterback spot oh, yeah. to Dak Prescott. One of the all-time great moves, yeah. just now, giving that up. Now, he probably should give up his seat next to Jim Nance now. Mm -hmm. you know, because, and all his money. Yeah, because he's probably taken someone else's seat there. He went you know? from being my favorite 
my favorite commentator to honestly, I think he's one of the worst out there. It's these yeah, days. I feel like so, they're holding them back. They are, which is annoying. I think it's because of the betting market. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We're coming up towards the end of the year holiday season. Personally, I do look forward to it, but it can be pretty stressful. There's a lot of scheduling that you have to do with different family. Maybe they live around the globe. Maybe you're missing a loved one this year. Adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings that you're having. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all that stress that you're going through. Something to look forward to, make you feel grounded, give you the tools to manage everything that's going on. I've done therapy in the past. It was very helpful and life-changing just to talk through some of these things with people and learn how to deal with things as they come up. Charlie has used BetterHelp for years. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GML. All right, let's let's go on to the, which number would this be? Seventh thing that we are talking about uh, today. Yesterday, Charlie, as I'm sure you have marked down on your calendar, I'm so sick of all the days. By the way, you know, I'm sick of every day. I'm is buying a, a cake every day. Every day is a day for something. Okay. I have so much cake left over I from swear, all these days that I swear I've been we've celebrating. Had the day of remembrance like eight times this year. And then we got uh, Didn't some, we have a whole month in June. There's like Native American heritage something month or day or whatever on Friday that they clearly stuck right after Thanksgiving. You know what you days know? you don't have? <clears throat> Anything what? celebrating white men. Charlie, that's every day. Okay, that's what someone would say back to that. I'm just saying, look at your calendar. All right. You put the notifications like up at the top of your phone, put a widget on there. Mm-hmm. Every day has got some kind every of dumb day. name. All right, Karen Jean-Pierre Karen. <laughs> tweets and said... Karine, come on. Oh, I thought it was Karen. <laughs> uh, today on Transgender Day of Remembrance, we grieve the 26 transgender Americans who were killed this year. Year after year, we see that these victims are disproportionately black women and women of color. Got a video associated with this as oh, well. Man. So, we, you know, we got to pay attention to this. It's disproportionate outcomes for something. And uh, the people, these are specifically people that are trans. And uh, so she has words to say about this. Now, today on Transgender Day of Remembrance, we grieve the 26 transgender Americans who were killed this year. Year after year, killed we or see killed that these victims are disproportionately black women and women of color. No one should face violence, live in fear, or be discriminated against simply for being themselves. As the president said, there's still more to do to meet the promise and it's why this administration has taken urgent action to strengthen rights and protect the safety of transgender Americans and all LGBTQ plus Americans. As we mourn the loss of lives that have been taken too soon, we must also recommit ourselves to never stop fighting until all Americans can f- live free from the discrimination and also from hate. All right. So this right here is uh, what I would call a big lie. Okay, this whole day is a lie. Now, I'm not saying that there hasn't been a transgender person that was killed specifically 
because of the fact that they were transgender and it had nothing to do with anything else. It wasn't a drug transaction or a robbery, a sex transaction gone wrong, something like that. Yeah. I hate it when you get and someone gets killed in a sex accident. You know, those yeah. are those are super dangerous. Mm -hmm. Okay, but here's the problem. They literally take every transgender person that gets murdered or killed, maybe just homicide, and they ha put this blanket assumption, they talk about them, and they say that they were killed because they are transgender. So she says people should be free, uh, you know, not have to live in fear because of who they are, and they should be free from hate. But the question is, as people were saying in the group, was who killed them? How did they die? Why? What's Why the did they die? What is it? And so I went through some of them. I found an article that listed out like eight of them. Okay, now you would assume this article came out yesterday. It was talking about the Transgender Day of Remembrance. So what you would assume is this article has cherry-picked the eight, since they have maybe eight in the article, that they have cherry-picked the eight worst hate crimes that took place. Against, against transgenders for, in 2023. For being transgender. And what I found in those eight that they listed was one that could have been a hate crime, possibly. Hmm. And all the other ones were robberies, drug transactions, a sex transaction gone wrong. Uh, someone was charged with murder. They ended up saying self-defense uh, because the guy claimed that he met up for some sex, sexual activities and that they tried to rob him and that he had to defend himself. Now, maybe he went there to rob him, rob them or they. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure uh, which one it was. They named that a Tortuguita, the guy who, or girl or whoever died uh, in the Atlanta stop cop city thing uh, that the police killed. Now, are you making the are are you making the assertion that the cops killed old Tortuguita uh, because they were trans or because the story is now we can argue about whether or not this was a good or bad shoot or what's going on with police brutality in this case, but the argument was that Tortuguita had uh, shot at the cops. And in this protest, they've had some pretty crazy protests down there. For yeah, this but if you hear the radio thing. transmission, it's <clears> like the, the, you know, officer number one says to officer number two, bro, that chick has a penis. Yeah, that's what they got that on the shoot on radio. Shoot him. Mm -hmm. And then there you have it. That's, that's what that's what happened. That's proof. That was the first. Not person. that they were being <clears> shot at. No, 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 not that. It no. wasn't. It was because it wasn't bullets flying past their head. It was because they were trans. Yeah. That's why the shooting Simply. happened. And so this big lie, every year, it gets preached out to us all throughout the year. They'll name 22 trans people, 28 trans with the disproportionate violence against trans people and disproportionately uh, black and women or men or men who think they're women of color. And, and that's who it's against. And so this is all about hate. And what you actually find out is that a high proportion of these people are involved in some type of criminal activity. And ended up dying like all other sorts of people die all throughout the year because of some type of activity that was going on there. Maybe they got robbed. Maybe they got killed in a home invasion, something like that. But they make the assumption that it was because they were trans and they go out here and they preach about how this is all about hate. Once again, I'm not saying that there haven't been any that happened. But in the article I looked up, which was talking about the Transgender Day of Remembrance, uh, they didn't name a single one that had been clarified and found and investigated to be specifically because the people were trans. Yeah. Well, it just shows your trans hate. <clears throat> that's, that's what it is.
Trans hate, transnate. I like what T-Dub said. He said, the transgender killer, still on the loose. Will they, them, ever be caught? <laughs> Is that multiple killers? I don't know which one. Um, okay, well, I did put some of the article in here. Okay, the eighth thing that we're going to talk about today. <laughs> Yesterday was, uh, I didn't look at what number birthday it was. Can someone look and see how old Joe Biden is real quick? Because it was his birthday yesterday. It's got to be 83, 82. Is it 83? I think it might be 83. Um, his birthday <laughs> His birthday was yesterday. And, and they this, set his <laughs> cake on fire. <laughs> so here's the, here's the discussion that happens when you're running his campaign. Okay, we're going to do a picture with a cake. Mr. President, actually, they're not talking to him because he's not there. Uh, they're talking and they're like, okay, what are we going to do for Joe Biden's cake? Oh, and 81. They, and they say, well, we could just put one candle on it and have him blow it out. He probably has the lung capacity to do that. Uh, so they put the one candle on, but they're like, no, no, no. Then it seems like we're trying to shy away and hide how, how old he is. And then they're like, well, let's just buy some of those numbers. We'll get some of those numbered candles. And it says 81. They're like, no, 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 no. We, you can't put the actual number on there. Like, that's too crazy. Hardly anyone's seen a cake with those numbers on it before. Okay, we don't want to put those numbers. And they're like, you know what? We're just going to go all out on this. We're going to accept it. We're going to own it. And we're going to put 81 mother candles on this cake. <laughs> and we're going to light it's them all funny, on fire. Actually. I mean, okay? Yeah. And the cake... This really isn't dumb. This is kind of cool. <laughs> the cake looks like the table's on fire. <laughs> and so... The, it's kind of awesome, actually. In this case, I would just not do the picture with the cake. Now, did Bowman pull the fire alarm after this? <laughs> he probably, yeah, he probably did. <laughs> it was in preparation. Yeah. Now, when I saw this, I immediately saw the meme, the this is fine meme. There's a little dog sitting in the in the uh, room saying this is fine. So I don't know if you saw me sitting in the, uh, sitting in the car when I got to your house. Uh, I sat out there for about 15 minutes because I'd just seen this picture. And I was like, well, I got to make a meme. This morning? Yeah. No. I was I like, didn't. I, I got to make a meme using the uh, this is fine thing uh, because I think that would make the most sense. And so I made this meme right here of that little dog sitting there with Joe Biden saying that. Have you seen this before? Yeah. Okay. All right. So this is the image that they have just portrayed uh, to the world. Everything's right fine. There. Yeah. This is fine. Don't worry about it. There's... There is a literal campfire on the table right now, and that's just his birthday cake. T-Dub says uh, his cake looks like Gaza. <laughs> that is a 164th scale Gaza <laughs> model. And that's, so how they, that's how they present to the president. <laughs> like, if you send us more money, this is what Gaza will look like. There you go. That's the selling point. Um, and then let me see. We got one more thing on here. This was a late entry for today's episode, not Dumb Leap of the Week, uh, for from myself uh, that I saw, and it's going to come from MSNBC. Oh. So we got a nice clip from MSNBC. Today. Gaslight NBC. Gaslight NBC. Now, of course, they're worried about Donald Trump, okay, who, as you know, is Hitler. Mm. Of course. I didn't have to say that. You already assumed that. And, of course, how dictatory he's going to be when he gets into office dictatorial he's going to be when he gets into office. Is that, is that old Reverend? That's old Reverend uh, Al, Sharpton? Al Sharpton. He's still kicking. Hmm. Okay. And the quote here that we'll look for in a second term, Trump will imprison. He will execute whoever he is allowed to imprison, execute, drive from the country. Just look at his past. It's not really hard to read. Huh? Because he like Trump talks in simple terms. So it's not hard to read his, I letters. I'm trying to. Fi I'm trying to figure out what past they're 
they do know that the guy was president before, right? You know? Did he execute people? I don't... I mean, other than being a war criminal like all U.S. presidents, um, I don't know about the people that he specifically executed. Uh, but let's listen to this um, just mind-numbing clip from MSNBC and Joe... That's Joe Scarborough, is that his mm -hmm. name? Okay, yeah. I don't know who this girl is because I'm sexist. Yeah, have a responsibility to, to really to tune out the voices of of the haters of of the people that are constantly uh, double shilling and triple checking and shilling for him and suggesting Sick. that somehow they're being biased, bending over backwards, treating him like a normal candidate. He's not a normal candidate. Are they talking about Joe Biden so far? I can't, I can't really tell. <laughs> yeah. okay. He is running to end American democracy as we know it. Still, I don't know who they're talking about. <laughs> I haven't heard it yet. He's an authoritarian who a, a court uh, in, in Colorado two days ago ruled that, that he led an insurrection against the United States government. He's charged with leading schemes to help overthrow the United States government. Oh. He's what? He's charged with leading schemes to help. Now they're saying overthrow the United States government. Mm. That is... I don't know why you have to go further than like what he tried to do, which is he tried to overturn the election results by trying to get the governor of Georgia to investigate the votes and see if he could find any fraudulent votes. Because anytime you look, you can find some fraudulent votes. And I don't know if you're going to find uh, 11,000 or whatever it was that he was looking for, but you can find some votes, you know, you can do that. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think that that's the same thing as trying to overturn overthrow the united states government well it's scheming to do that yeah but he's <laughs> his goal was not to overthrow the government his yeah. his goal was to still be the president of the of the united states government this, it was never like we're going to overthrow the government this coming from the same group who when trump won said not my president they spent four years investigating him said did he try the election <laughs> saying he stole the election trying to overthrow the United States government. <laughs> yeah. They wanted Trump out. Okay, let's hear some more. So so if they want to frame it uh, that way, that's fine. If, if you want to be fair, if you want to be fair, then you will frame this uh, as uh, Joe Biden being the candidate that supports American democracy and Donald Trump, a candidate who supports a new form of government here, this authoritarian. It's really that simple. And that's the fair way to frame That's it. That's the fairest way I've ever heard it framed. I've never heard a more fair framing than what that was. This now, isn't propaganda, by now, the way. I hate the... This is the truth. You know, new, maybe new listener listening right now, somewhere out there. Okay, just for your information, Charlie and I, neither one of us voted for Donald Trump either time that we had a chance to do it. Mm -mm. Okay. Uh I'm not saying that he was the most uh, libertarian. Okay, well, actually, we have said he was the most libertarian president that we'd seen in our lifetimes. I said possibly, possibly. whenever we talked to Brian. Um, so that's possible. But it's not like we're over here shilling for Donald Trump all the mm -hmm. time. All right. And I've said that I think it's going to be revenge Trump if he wins. And I think it, it could end up being kind of bad. Not so much about fixing the country and uh, restoring our rights and all that. And more so getting back at the people who wronged him mm -hmm. like it's a vendetta for people who have wronged trump yeah not so much the american people and he'll be okay. a lame duck so he'll have four years to just and get back do and do whatever he wants exactly mm -hmm. now i don't think that that's instituting a new kind of american government like it let's say he's going to get in there and defund 
the FBI or maybe the, uh, I don't know, Homeland Security or something like that. Um, okay, you could say new form of American government, technically rewinding us back like 100 years or whatever as far as the size of the government. Still not. It'd still be way bigger than, than what it was then. But I don't just want to accept that anyone who wants to decrease the size of the government that like Trump allegedly wants to is someone who's just going to institute some type of authoritarian. Decreasing the size and scope and power of the government is not equal to authoritarianism. It's actually the opposite. Those are different yeah. things. Okay. And by the way, Reverend Allen, people go, oh, you can't compare him he to past kidding. Nazi leaders. You can't compare him to this past Nazi leader or that past fascist leader because he hasn't done that. Well, what hasn't he done? He hasn't done the things that the American judicial system did not allow him to do last time. But no Don't you remember the big Supreme Court case? And this, I mean, we all watched it live on TV. This is where Trump had put a whole bunch of Jews in concentration camps. Mm -hmm. And then they had a big Supreme Court decision came forward and says, no, 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 no. You got to let those Jews go back outside. Yeah. You know, and so that it turns out, yeah, sure, sure. He didn't do these things because the American court system, he didn't do the things that past Nazi dictators did mm -hmm. because the American judicial system didn't allow him to do it. Wouldn't allow him to do it. No. Checks and balances. That's, there you go. Okay. Yeah. It even works against Nazism. May very well allow him to do this time or a judicial system that will be ignored by Donald Trump and ran over by Donald Trump to create the greatest constitutional crisis of our lifetimes. Just because he hasn't done it yet doesn't mean he won't do it when he gets a chance to do it. Like, like he did, like he's been the president before. Yeah. He already served four years People. and he, he was the Hitler last time already. Yeah. The fear. I haven't heard this much fear yet. <laughs> so oh, they're kinda, worried about him. They are. They're worried. Which I told you, Nate, mm -hmm. I told they're you. They're worried. I told you this guy's going to win. You don't believe me. He's going to win. I think there's a chance. And they are. I'm if, even more convinced of it now. As worried as Joe Scarborough is. Yeah, they're, they're I'm, scared. I'm even more convinced of it now. Now, it's, notice they also said he didn't do the things because the American uh, court system didn't let it do it. How many things that Biden tried to do against the Constitution has the court system struck down since he got into office? Yeah. Like he's tried to do. Well, but he's trying to protect democracy. There's yeah. a difference, Nate. <laughs> That's what it is. There's a difference between <laughs> trying to exterminate Jews and protect democracy. All right, those are the nine things that we're going to talk about today, Charlie. Oh, I wanted to hear just, Al Sharp. Uh, oh, well, let's yeah. see what he had to say. And if he is, well, I'm sorry, that was a racist moment for me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know you we heard from the white people. The reverend yeah. voted into office. Then a lot of these people that are talking about literal or figurative or whatever the hell they're saying, you're going to look like idiots uh, because he will do. He will get away with. He will imprison. He will execute whoever. He's allowed to imprison, execute, uh, 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 drive from the country. J just look at his past. It's not really hard to read. Only Again, the only thing that stood between. What about his past? Like he will execute whoever he's allowed to execute. Just look at his past. Mm. <laughs> what, are yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, it seems like he'll grab women by the P word. Well, yeah. 
Obviously, yeah. we know that. Is that the same as executing? Well, he executed the P-word grab, yeah. if that's what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a move. Yeah. You know, we all know that. But, <laughs> uh, does Al Sharpton get a get to speak in this clip? Him and the destruction of American democracy was the federal judiciary. No doubt about it. And, and I think that uh, when we talk about framing this. Oh, okay, that was it. That's all Al Sharpton gets to say. And I, I like how they're coming out and saying it. That we talk about framing this conversation. They're literally framing it mm-hmm. in, in in a way that perpetuates their narrative. You know, that this is the most evil person to ever exist. Now, look, again, I don't really like Donald Trump. I think he's a liberal Democrat from New York who spends a bunch of money, has no fiscal responsibility whatsoever. He's definitely not an Austrian econ- uh, economist or Chicago, Chicagoan economist. No, he doesn't understand economics that well when it comes to those things. Um, I don't like him that much when it comes to, but I think that he did when he was president had some good policies. At least we didn't start any new wars. I wish we would have, he could have ended more, you know, he could have brought our troops home to be fair. He, he tried to bring people home from Syria and they literally ignored him. Yeah, but he's a commander in chief <laughs> could have been like, do it now or you lose your job. He tried three find, times, I think. And I'll find someone who will do it. Um, Anyway, my point is, and then here's the other thing. It's like anyone, here's anyone could do all these scary things, Mm -hmm. right? So it's like to have this fear because especially when he said like he's capable of doing it and he, he might do it. Like he Mm -hmm. will, we should be scared because it might happen. You know, I'm just reminded of people living in fear because it's like, oh, well then you know, you might get in a car wreck, so maybe you shouldn't drive your car because yeah. that's evil car. I mean, it's been... Could happen. Yeah, exactly. It could happen. It could happen. So we shouldn't do it. I, I just... um, He says something in there too, like anyone, he kind of laughs off, oh, you can't make comparisons to Hitler or Nazis or anything like that. And he says the people that are making fun of that are going to feel like idiots after Donald Trump is back in office once they see what he's going to do. So, I mean... I, I, we need to save this clip and just see uh, how many genocides Donald Trump does uh, while he's in office. Because from what I remember... I think it's going to be more or less than what he did last the last time he was in office. I would say, I would say the same amount of genocides. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't think he's going to increase his genocides. Yeah. You know, which is what he, you know, that's what made him better than the previous presidents. <laughs> he kept pace with the previous guy's genocides. Yeah didn't have his own to his own name. I'm more convinced now than I was 10 minutes before this clip <laughs> that Donald Trump's going to be president in 2024. Yeah. They I, are terrified. God. I'm terrified. These people are terrified. I don't actually think they're like, no. they're specifically terrified. I think they're obviously just doing their jobs. No, they're trying to get at least 20,000 people to watch their TV show. Yeah. That's all they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. It's and also you notice like him stumbling for words. <laughs> He's trying oh, yeah. his best. You can see him just making stuff up on the like, teleprompter. What's the craziest like, thing say I can say. The craziest things about Donald Trump. And that's the the thing we need. Like you said, we're not big fans of Trump, but we also don't have TDS like a lot of people do. And what I want is just a fair conversation, an actual fair conversation, yeah. not one where you say it's fair and need to call him Hitler. You right. know, what an actual conversation about policies. And what he says he's going to do, not what you're assuming he could do, stuff like that. I just want an actual fair conversation yeah. about it. 
And that's what I want about everyone. Talk to the Christians about how he's not really Christian. <laughs> See how that goes. You know? <laughs> Be like, hey, evangelicals, you're supporting this guy who's not really, you know, in your camp. Yeah. Like it doesn't. That's one of the weirdest phenomenons I know. I've seen. So that's what made me think he might be the Antichrist, but I don't think enough people like him for that. Yeah. I think both sides have to like him, <laughs> technically. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. <laughs> Dante's Peak? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. No, Twister. Yeah, that's, yeah, it, yeah. that's the that's one right. I was thinking of. Right. Um, anyway, let's get out of here. That was not a dumb leap of the week, but Charlie, if you were to pick one, which one would you pick? The last one. To be the dumbest thing. Yeah. The last one? It would definitely be the last one. Okay. Or Transgender Remembrance Day. Uh, they good, were all that's good. That's a good one. They were all good. I'm not going to vote on it, though. Yeah. I didn't I didn't put any numbers in here, so we're not going to announce a winner. Mm-hmm. But if uh, if the group wants to do their thing, that's fine, because this is not Dumb Bleep of the Week. It's Tuesday night right now, so it can't be Dumb Bleep of the Week. Liberty at night. Yeah. Dumb Bleep of the Week is technically in the third hour of tonight's show. Yeah. Then we'll do it. So look for that. Mm-hmm. You want to wait. You want to keep listening. Yeah. If you're driving home right now, sit in the car in your driveway and keep listening. Because this is going to be good. Yep. All right. If you enjoyed today's episode or you didn't or tonight's episode, whenever you're listening to this, uh, share it with a friend, a family member or foe or don't. We don't care. <laughs> uh, Nate maybe does. But I don't. I think Nate, he's over there. Well, you told me at the beginning. I see him to sitting give, in his chair. He told me to give up hope. With a lot of care. So I'm trying his to. Face. I'm going to yeah. try to give up hope. Yeah. We don't, we have no hope anymore. Whatever you do, if you're listening, do nothing that could possibly instill just a little bit of hope in our mm-hmm. hearts. Yeah. Okay. That's the thing for this Thanksgiving holiday. I hope that you enjoy family and do nothing. Yeah. Except for eat. Gain some weight this week. You could, it'd be a good conversation starter to bring up Good Morning Liberty. I've, I've seen, but you should spare like, yourself, mm-hmm. spare the infighting yeah. of your family get togethers. If you've purchased a God hates feds t-shirt, I would suggest I research wearing shows. that underneath your hoodie. <laughs> I would suggest wear. just wearing that out to the dinner table, mm-hmm. the Thanksgiving dinner and just uh, see how that goes. Yeah. And then report so, back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leave us a rating and review on Apple podcast or Spotify. And go to the new website, or newly de- newly designed website. That's goodmorningliberty.us. Mm. Goodmorningliberty.us because we believe in freedom. Freedom. We believe in what America used to stand and for. And it ain't free. So click on the merch store mm. and go buy the freedom ain't free. Get yourself some merchandise that Nate painstakingly curated for you. Mm-hmm. He hand stitches these things, guys. I, I mean, do. He's, I have to make each and every one of them. Literal blood. Mm-hmm. Sweat and tears are inside of these shirts. Yeah, I think the actual. Along with, and I wear them for a week before I ship them to you, just to make sure that they along are, with are the, comfortable. Along with his Asian ancestor children in Japan and China, mm-hmm. their um, their blood is in this too. Yep. So go go support Nate's Asians family. Konnichiwa. <laughs> if you do all those things or don't, we don't care. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. Until then, I hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. Mm-hmm.